I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me. And he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. And we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Awakening. If you're new to the program, I'm Michelle Miche. Woo! Great to be here with all of you. Lots of shifts in energy. Um, I'm wondering if how you all are feeling it. If you want to let me know, you can call in at 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, I want to give a shout out to those in the chat, Sacred Space of Empowerment. Uh, you really ground the energy, and it's always great to see all of you. Um, and all of you listening later in the archives, hello. And uh, if you want to call in, again, 347-539-5122, please press 1 on your keypad to get on air. All right. So um, we're now on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. So please subscribe um, to get those notifications. Also want to let you know that um, I'm active again, very active on my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I do a weekly tune-in give the forecast, the energetic psychic forecast, um, and I also do uh, monthly readings for each sign. So, And some pick a card are on there also. Um, so I do a variety. Hello in the chat, everyone. I see you all. Um, yeah, so if you want to um, subscribe to YouTube and follow me on Instagram and Facebook as well, let's keep connected. I really enjoy um, connecting with all of you and sharing. So I do get what's interesting, too. Um, I do get – I have gotten some people asking, especially on my weeklies, because they're general, or we think they're general, but they're not. I mean, they are, but they're not, right? So we really – and this is one reason why I, I'm so fascinated and love really doing these um, meetings because it really is based on that oneness principle and also the idea of having soul waves and soul tribes from that. You know, so there's different waves, right? And different waves break at different times. So we all come in with a soul on a specific soul wave, which is a, which is a vibrational frequency or current, current of energy that breaks into different soul groups, right? Or soul tribes. So, you could have um, – because a lot of times people think soulmates do the same thing. No, they're not, they have similar interests, but they're going to have a similar background, you know, history, et cetera, et cetera. So you could be, let's say, a healer or a teacher and also have something in your frequency that you're always around a lot of artists. And maybe you have some art or appreciation of it. 
right? So it's not exactly, oh, it's everybody that likes what I like. There's something intrinsically that's similar. And when you talk, when you talk to each other, then you realize, oh, we have a lot of the same, you know, qualities or issues or history or family dynamics or dreams or desires, even though on the, on the outer, what someone is doing may not be the same. Um, or sometimes people are placed in your life that, like I know for me, that years later they're waking up and then the spirituality or the metaphysical principle um, and, and understanding is very relevant. And so that since the trust is there, then they come back and, oh, my God, now I know what you're going through, what you told me about, and I'm going through this. What do you think? So I've had quite a few people. And, you know, here it's different because people call in when I'm doing readings. And so, or their email questions. So there is a bit of that, you know, more of that, the person is there, that influence. But I've gotten quite a few people saying, well, how come you're so accurate with your weeklies or even the monthly readings that you do and you don't even see me or you don't even know me and I feel like you're t talking to me? And my contention is, well, I am. <laughs> And I've said it before on this podcast, um, as well as the teleworkshops that we do on intuition, which, by the way, I'm doing it in, uh, what is it, February 22nd. Mark it on your calendar if you feel a resonance. We're going to be diving into using your intuition more and understanding how to use it, um, because that is really, really, really key right now. Anyway, so my contention is you guys, you're broadcasting, Right. So when you're praying or you're wanting to know things or you're talking to your higher self or God, guardian angels, whatever, as a channel, I'm very, I'm very open to energy. So I will, when I tune in, when I meditate, I start picking things up. And literally I will hear people saying, oh, I want to know this, or I'll see sometimes faces, kind of images, depending how it comes in. And... In fact, this last weekend, I was, um, did I mention it on the show? I don't know if I mentioned I mentioned it on my video. Yeah, my the YouTube video that's up for this week. But I went out. I was supposed to go to a friend's house and came off the mountain. We were going to go, and then I'm driving. And I'm in the beach area, and it's, you know, very usually pretty peaceful. There was two accidents. I had this flash. Maybe you're not supposed to go. And I said, okay, well, I don't know. Let's see. Then I come by, and then there's another accident that had happened. And then there's people that were driving really fast. Like, I assume, I don't know who can see. One One was a guy, a, a dark-colored BMW <laughs> and a dark SUV, their BMW or Mercedes, where they were racing, going in between the cars like, like, motorcycles do but hanging in the air I felt all this energy this angst anger uncertainty frustration angst and I've been in my little bubble I was in my own little world and uh, very you know my sacred sanctuary <laughs> peaceful calm and peaceful calm around my house you know my neighborhood and when I ventured out in the morning I could feel it hanging I thought uh oh something's going to happen something's going to go on and I told a friend, I said, and I felt this, is, and I even said to a friend on Monday, this is, I felt like there was going to be an accident. It was so hanging in the air, this like chaotic energy, this like meeting. And 
I have felt that before, and then there has been tragedies, um, whether local or something more on a national level. Or um, anyway, I ended up coming back home. I, I did some errands, and I went to my vet, who stays open really late. Um, they have an emergency area, but but you, I picked up my medication for Yoshi for her hip dysplasia and arthritis. And so I just did a couple of things. I said, you know, I'm just going to go home. I texted my friend. I called him, left a message. And I just felt something was so off and I, I wasn't meant to be in it. Now, maybe something would have happened to me or maybe it just would have been a whole off night and I just, you know, wasn't into it. And of course, unfortunately, the next day, which really got me um, early morning, I woke up to, of course, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, Jelena, and those other, what is it, seven individuals were in that horrible crash, uh, helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. So, but I was talking to my assistant, about two people actually, two clients, and my assistant, and they both pointed out the same thing, and they said, but Michelle, you said this would be happening that we're going to get these situations or signals to to make sure are you listening to your intuition because a lot of what's coming up in the new paradigm, we can't logically figure things out. And then I remembered, I thought, that's right, that's right. So I'm wondering if any of you are having this happen too where you're just getting, you're feeling things and your intuition is telling you something or your gut knowing. I mean, I felt it in my gut. Now what I the second that just doesn't happen. And then when I was getting the Yoshi's medication uh, for muscles, I was telling, I was talking to the receptionist about this, and we hear ambulance, and we're like, "Oh, there's another one, fire tri- ambulance going." So I just I was like, "Wow, it's just so amazing, you know." And and the more we open up to feel whatever we're feeling you know, not label it good or bad, but just be present in that moment, the more we do feel and the more we can get the direction of where we need to be or what we're meant to be doing. And I thought, okay, this was another, and I I have talked to you about this on the podcast, like whether it's a parking space or go here, you know, don't go that way. And then if you don't listen, then there's all this traffic jam. And then when you listen, things are open, you know, it could be a lot of different foods, don't eat that food. So be, you know, be aware of that. We're really getting that test from the higher self or, like I said, our quantum self that, okay, are you listening? Are you living more like this? Just follow it through. Just follow it through. Because whether it's individually or collectively going to put you in a better place or for the best circumstances or best unfolding or avoiding something also, we, you know, and I'm, listen, Psychic since birth, psychic channel and a medium. I'm, I do this as my career. That's a big part of what I do. I still don't always listen. And then I'll, I'll have a confirmation. You know, although yesterday I went someplace to get a couple of um, presents in between. I had a really long day yesterday, and I had to zip out. And something told me go now and I, I looked around and I thought well maybe I should go and I, then I thought no do it Michelle go now and the guy at the store said oh it's so good that you came now at the checkout and he said if you'd come a few minutes ago or an hour ago 
he said the lot it was so long he goes there were so many people I guess because they're having a big sale he said there were so many people he goes maybe a hundred people waiting in line and I said that many he goes well I don't know all the way back to the fitting and I, was, I went oh my god so you know in a way you could say it's a little game we play with ourselves but it but it is it is a growing into a new level of awakening and a new way of being and I've said this all along as well as other people because and you can see it in the mainstream society as well, you know, heart mass, the understanding of the heart, the function of the heart, how much information it takes in and how it communicates with us, you know, that the dialogue that we have with the gut knowing, with the mind or the brain, you know, the brain and then also the, our mind, how our mind processes and what happens chemically within the, um, within the, you know, the brain functioning. You know, what's going on when we're a coherence or alignment. So the thing is, is it's like the messages are there using the light brain. Employers wanting people that are more intuitive. Um, This whole intuition, you know, using your intuition. Um, Emotional quotient, you know, emotional intelligence. You know, wanting more people that are managing intuitively. I saw something the other day, training, working out intuitively. Um, I write for this various magazines, and they'll send like trends. And I guess tr- astrology is trending in mainstream society. <laughs> there was a blurb about how fashion designers are putting astrological signs and sayings on their clothing, and it sells better. And then, then now there's this new thing called intuitive training. So I was going to write an article on that, and then I looked further and it was about fitness training intuitively and I thought oh my god well who hasn't been doing that but anyway now it's a thing so yeah when you go to my or any reader whatever on what or or you get a message right that's what synchronicity is you, you get a message or you see what you need to see however that's or somebody tells you something or you bump into the person at the right time that's because of you your alignment I would tell people the best reading are the people that are aligned, that are there, and they're open. They're open to hearing, and they and they're putting out a clear signal, a clear. They're broadcasting, and so when you're broadcasting, the psychic channel, the medium, the picks it up. I've got my little my my crown chakra starts tingling, raise, raise, raise up, up, up. I start reaching out into non-local mind i go out of non-local mind i go into the oneness all that is god consciousness whatever innate intelligence and the you know it's, it's whatever i need to and whoever's the loudest i'm picking that up i'm like oh okay this is happening or this person or a, a group of people are going through this but it's because of the broadcasting so anyway i hope that makes some sense and gives some clarity um, yes, it is. It is being a good leader. It is yes, uh, being gifted and all that. But in all honesty, especially when you're working one one to one or addressing certain soul groups, you know, people that are going through specific things. You, you know, you've got your area, your your peeps, so to speak. It is those people. It is what they are putting out there. Their alignment, their prayers, how attuned they are, their questioning, their so I always tell people you're very vocal. So I, I wrote somebody back and I said, but that's because you're broadcasting so clearly, you know, because you're saying, I want to know this. And so then you get guided to the right person to deliver that message. 
because you're so you're so clear. You know, that's why I always say if it starts, unless it's sometimes it's something you need to hear and you're resisting it a little bit, but but then I feel like you'll feel more of a heart opening, even if you're blocking it a little bit in the third chakra, which is more that earth chakra or, you know, earth plane, um, inner child. But it's also our gut knowing, right? But but you'll feel like, oh, well, maybe this, so wait a minute, let me listen. But if something totally doesn't, resonate and you're just feeling like neutral this is not my story this is off then it probably isn't but if you're intrigued or there's some kind of charge emotional charge whether negatively resisting oh this person's full of da 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 yes or wow i'm so into this then there's something there but if it's neutral like no or if it's something that you're not you know like you're moving out of that you already know it can be just a confirmation that you're on the right track. So, um, okay, those of you, if you're new, we have readings and questions. I'll be going on uh, in the queue. And then we have our awakening dialogue. So we have Jillian Harris today, so you may want to stick around. Let's see what she's going to be talking about her book, Reincarnation, How to Identify, Heal, and Celebrate Your Tribe. The book, Have We Met? That's the book. So we're going to talk. Oh, that's, I love this because I didn't even, synchronicity about the tribe. Um, Have We Met? How to Identify Your Reincarnated Loved Ones and Based on a True Story. Ooh, love it, love it, love it. All right, let's get to the first caller if we can. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to Awakening. Hi, Michelle. This is Julia from Florida. Hey, Julia. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Well, I'm calling to see if 2020 is going to be the year that I connect with the next place that I'm going to be moving to, really pinpointing it and making the move. Let's look at your cycle. If you give me the month and uh, birth date. September 16th. Well, there definitely does seem to be a decided shift in energy April, May. I want to look at that. Um, What's happening April, May? I keep feeling something with you with work. Go ahead. You were thinking of what? The the areas that I'm thinking about is I'd like to either move over toward like the Gulf of Mexico side of Florida or my daughter lives in Kansas City. So those would kind of Mm -hmm. be the two options. Are you going to visit? Because I feel like there's a trip before you move. Um, You could definitely move. I don't know. It feels August, September. It feels after the summer, but April, May, there seems to be some kind of opening. So I don't know if it's going back to visit your daughter to check it out. What's interesting, I feel like moving to there to Kansas is like a, a should or a need to. And the Florida, I feel like your heart is more there. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. So I feel like the move is more about for you getting clear about, and again, listen to my, we listen to my talk. Um, you're really going to have to trust your intuition, your heart. I can't tell you, I mean, because even whatever I would tell you right now, you have to come to that conclusion um, in a heart level way, right? Because that's what I feel is blocking you. There, I feel like there could be some issues around money or jobs, something like that. Um, but I feel like that's more easily handled once you decide where it is that you want to move. Really, what do you, where is going to bring you the most joy? Right? Okay. So I could say, okay, because yeah. I'm not so sure you're that close with your daughter anyway. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a different lifestyle that you want to live. But again, you have to come to that conclusion. What is the most, what's your values, principles, and beliefs in this? What's most important? I would definitely say after, um, see, your energy shifts after your, after your birth date. There seems to be things better financially, and there seems to be some kind of upsurge in energy. So it may be that you're back and forth, back and forth in your mind. Maybe you go visit or something. And because there could even be something with property or somebody, I don't know if it's buying property or somebody you need or or through somebody, there's property that's available. Because I feel like when you go, there is a place, there is a space that's available for you that's going to make the transition easier. But that's right around your birth date or just, or after is what I'm hearing. Okay. So it's well, not good. just yet. You've got a bit, yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right, Julia, keep us posted. All right. Thank you so much. I didn't want to interrupt. So I was being quiet. So, so thank that? you, Michelle. I said I didn't want to interrupt. That's why I was being quiet. I just didn't want to start talking oh. and then, you know, interrupt oh. you. So, that's yeah, why there was that matter. little pause. Oh, I right, okay. <laughs> okay, take care. Thanks a lot. All right. Uh-huh, big hug. Bye. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Hi. Hi. This is my speaking with. This is Hi. Joanne. This is Joanne. Hi, How Joanne. are you? Hi. Thank you for good. taking the call. <laughs> um, can I give you my breath date? Yeah, let's look at that way. Well, yeah, let's do cycles. Okay, yeah. Yes, um, that's what I'm, I'm very interested in, something that's presently going on in my life. Um, my birth date mm-hmm. is December 5th, 1966. Mm-hmm. And my partner's is June 10th, 1965. Do you feel like the paths are splitting? I feel like they're coming back again, as does he. Oh, coming back. That's okay. Oh, oh you've been, okay. You've yeah. been, has there been a split? What do you mean a split? 
between us? Well, I feel like there's been, yeah, separation of some sort, or there's been some distance or distancing is what I'm hearing. I think initially there was a very, very brief, like maybe 48-hour split. But I think once we found each other again, I think this was it. And I think that's why, I think it's just synchronistic that I pulled up Blah Talk and you were there. Oh, um, I don't believe okay. coincidence. So what's your qu- I don't. Good for you. Right. So what's your question for me mm-hmm. then? Well, my question is, um, Ted and I, we have a very interesting relationship. Um, we share very, very common um, common values, common belief systems, and um, this is really just very fast and furious. And I know that anything that starts from in the in the clouds has nowhere to go down, but yet I find that it's a very powerful relationship. And I also am finding that we both really believe that we are coming back around again. As okay. And um, the show was based on reincarnation, and I think this is something that we both really hit on. Um, there are too many, too many things that are just happening in our lives. Um, too many wants, needs, things that have actually, we've watched our lives unfold. And it's like okay, we finally great. got to where we need to be spiritually to come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, great. So did you have great a question Great and me? not so great. Yes. Do you oh, okay. see, where do you feel this is going or where do you think we came from? That's really where I guess I'd like to know. Okay, let's see. And what's his first name? Theodore or Ted. You call him Ted? I call him Ted. Mm-hmm. Ted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I get with the two of you is like it's it's about getting to a deeper philosophy or rebuilding or building a philosophy. I feel like there's some there's a very um, also heady philosophical connection between the two of you. Could be long conversations, how you see the world. Um, so I do feel on one level you've come back to reinforce that for each other, like. Yes, this is this is a a universal truth. Yes, this is true. This is so there is this bolstering up. I do feel. Um, You're you're on point. Yeah. Okay. So what? (laughs) um, You're on point. So you're wanting to. What's my perspective? I just feel okay. So I guess I feel the split, and now you think, and then there's this coming together. There's something in that expansion contraction. It's almost like sometimes you guys are so electrical together that there needs to be a break. That would be the one thing I would say to be you have to figure out. It's like where's the space? You know how how to have that, and it's a psychic space in your togetherness. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are very enmeshed in each other's aura, even when you're not physically around. And, oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So there's a very yeah. strong, yeah. It's kind very of scary, strong connection. Actually. 
There really yeah. is. It's that's why that's why I was saying it's it's not only just me as a female. It's him as a male. He's very deep. Yeah. Very not of this world, if you will. And um, exactly. If you knew his background, you would be like this very unlike this type of male, this very alpha alpha male from what he has done yeah. in his life over the past 50 years. Well, I've four, seen that. I mean, a true, alpha, true alpha is the alpha, you know, and the uh, the, be- the omega, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, um, not the toxic masculinity. Of, yeah, the balance. I would just say just go with it. That's the only thing that's coming up for right now in regards to what you guys need to work through. But there is a lot about this mutual uplifting, sharing, how you see the world, your view. Now it's going to be how do you guys ground it is what I'm hearing. That's the next thing. That's, and that's a free will choice. Do you choice. feel it? How do we, do you feel it how do we ground it? at all? I, well, I feel like you have to work this part out because, like I said, it's very heady, very ethereal, very, you know, it's like what do we do with this? How do we ground this energy? I got a scoop. I got a scoop. Okay. Take Thank you, care. Michelle. Thank you. You're so welcome. Take care, Joanna. Hello. Welcome. You're on air. Hey, Michelle. It's Christine. How's it going? Hey, Christine. I'm doing great. Yay. Um, I just had a question about, like, my job and just finances. It's my birthday next week. And I t- kind of told myself that I wouldn't have the job that I have right now for much longer into this year, um, only because I don't think I, – I think it, I'm here for a reason. Like, I'm making a lot of connections at the job that I have right now. But just, like, right. the job itself and the company I'm working for, I'm just feeling – just like you were saying in the beginning, how if you're just feeling kind of neutral and just kind of like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. That's exactly how I feel about it, and I just feel like I, I'm giving so much energy to it. I would say, I May, May, you know, very May. often when we wow. have that, yeah, May, very often when we have that neutrality, it, 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 they're in a job, it could be that that's a transitional job. So what can you do, or how can you start looking for something else or getting clear on that? Um, and move. It's saying to have perseverance, keep stick to it. There's some connection you're meant to make there. I feel that's going to open some doors. Um, and this is for so many people, especially February. I, I talk about this. Um, well, it'll if you the next week's YouTube video. I go into this, and then um, the energies, the numerological numerological energies for um, February. February is yeah. a very powerful month. Yeah, it's a very, but um, the breakthroughs that I'm seeing, and you can see transit-wise, energetically and astrologically, are really coming March and April. So I do feel you're moving on, Christine, but there are there's some things that you're still getting from this connection. Are you going to okay. stay there this whole year? No. But I do feel like you could start looking around, putting feelers out. I feel like this is yeah. your full time and what, right? It's a full time job. Like, like it's, it's honestly, it's more than full time. I I can make my own schedule, but it just takes. Because I I work. This is a full time, and I also teach yoga part time. 
um, because they don't mm-hmm. make enough money to just work like that one job. And I just felt like I've been putting so much energy and focus into this and I'm doing, and I think I'm doing this job really well. And I just, I don't get, I'm just not seeing any like return investment on it in terms of the company that I'm working for. But like, I understand because it's every transitional. time I'm going to work, You're I'm not, making these, because it's, yeah. I know because it's yeah. transitional. You're not meant to stay there. For sure. So, you know, what can I say? We all are learning Saturn lessons. It's not pretty. It's melancholy, depression, perseverance, delays, stick to it, follow through, this is boring. But that's, it's all creating a firm foundation with the new energy pattern for 2020 and beyond. So we, we, we have a... The big reprieve of that Saturn energy when it moves out of Capricorn completely, which will be in December, I believe mid-December. Yeah. So we still are dealing with that. Even though we've had like a little bit of a reprieve, like with the moon, you know, new moon in Aquarius. Um, so, yeah, I just think, you know, it, unless something else, maximize what you can do while you're there. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I mean, and I get those I actually, connections like, and like, follow through on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been feeling, I've been, I thought it might be May, but I'm trying to go to another yoga training that's just a week long in April. And then I was going to just travel mm-hmm. the Pacific Northwest for a week. So I would need to take off two weeks. And that's at the end of April, like up until May 1st. So I was like, okay. I, I, so I'm wondering if I should try and just stick to it through stick to it through then because I'm gonna to have to take two weeks off anyway. So, and why did I say May? Why did I say three? Yeah, I so, said May. So yeah, so you're you yeah. got your confirmation. Yeah. Wow. All right, okay. that's good. Gotta get to the next person. I'm trying to get you're so okay. welcome. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Hey. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. You're on air. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who am I oh, hi. Um, this is um, Katie. Hey, Katie. Hi. Thank hi. you. I wanted to ask a question about um, employment. Um, I wanted to know... What you have coming, uh, what would you possibly be getting coming up for me? Um, I just did a few phone interviews. I did um, one today, one the other day. Um, I have one tomorrow. I'm just wondering, you know, about getting something soon or even getting something in the meantime until one of those come through. Yeah, I see. Yes, I feel like there's two levels. There's like a first level that you're going to have some choice, and then you have another level of something that you really, really want to do or branch out into. So you may do something temporarily is what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. and then I feel like there's going to be like a career shift. It's saying don't put all your eggs in one basket. Be open. Um you're good with communication, I feel, and good with working with people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe even – yeah. So that's the direction it's saying to go in. But, yeah, I definitely do feel you getting a job pretty quickly. Um, could be, like, more February. Yeah, it shows something kind of quick. 
Okay. And for some reason, I feel like there could be a long distance or international component, or maybe they have a, com- a company out of the state also. I don't know. I feel like there's something. It could be a larger company is what I'm hearing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. So. I'm applying for, um, I just had to really just open up to different types of positions, even if it's just for, you know, temp. But um, yeah, I've been looking for kind of a while, and I'm just wondering, like, what's well, going on? Gonna pay, yeah, something's going to pay off. I would just say, you know, whatever that first tier is, do that. And then there mm-hmm. is something else that's coming in, which could be even in Gemini time, or you have some more clarity end of May, June. Like you may take something now and then you may mm-hmm. find, okay, what I really want to do, I really want to go in this direction. If I'm going to put all this time and energy, I really want, because I feel like there's a new, there's a different job or career path for you. Yeah. I'm kind of, I just but, realized that I want to kind of like, focus in on doing contracts and negotiations and stuff like that, or maybe licensing. And I'm really okay. trying to um, apply for positions that have that. But, um, of course, I'm open to, you know, other positions, but I feel like that will be, that's going to help me in my future and things I want to, uh, you know, do. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, it's coming through. It's coming through, Katie. Thanks for calling All right. In. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello and welcome. You're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Hi, Michelle. It's Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi. Um, it's so funny that everyone is asking questions about, um, or a lot, are asking questions about work because mine is um, focused on that too. Um, I've recently mm-hmm. made a career shift and I really feel a lot of pressure and tension lately. Um, I really want to build a career that just feels really good, that I'm passionate about, that I enjoy, um, and am financially successful. But So I'm trying to almost build my own business right now, but I'm just feeling a lot of pressure while I'm doing that. Um, And I wonder if maybe I should look for a a position. I was a teacher, and I wonder if maybe I should try to find another teaching position, even though I just... I had a really bad experience recently with it, and I just the thought of going back into it doesn't feel good at all. But I'm just wondering if maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just confused well, around it. Well, you know, teaching. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can teach. So maybe because I do feel for you, it does say look for another a job while you're building your career. But maybe mm, okay. open up to how you who you teach. Like I taught school. I taught children, but then I mm-hmm. later taught adults. I do workshops, teleworkshops. I taught at Adopt a Spiritual mm-hmm. Center. I travel mm-hmm. with it. So mm-hmm. teaching can be very broad. It could be going into companies. It's just an it's just an energetic not just frequency but focus of how you even my readings, everything I do, there's some teaching component or relaying information or wisdom or insight. Yeah. You know, I don't it's boring but yeah. yeah. So I feel for you if you open that up, maybe even consulting. But I do feel I do feel you need something, even if it's two days a week or something three days to, interim. I do feel mm, you do need okay. a cushion there, and that's going to help you um, stress-wise 
Right. You could well, go I back to teaching if, like you you yeah. like you used to, but I do feel like you have there's something in your soul kind of shutting that down. Like, oh, I really don't yeah. want to have to go back and do that. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if I should try to take a teaching position, but then, you know, that's a year contract, so I'm just not sure if I want to make that leap yet. Um, so, yeah. I didn't know if you had any what clarity that? around that specifically. Well, that I do. I just said, you know, think yeah. of it teaching different ways that you can teach, or you could be an online teacher. I've known some professors yeah. and clients of mine that also do online I feel the going in the classroom for you, you just don't want to do that anymore. That's what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah, you? that is true. If you have to or in a pinch, you, you, will, you can do it, and I feel like you could get a job really quickly, maybe even substitute or something. But I feel mm. like when I tell you that, I feel, you, you know, your aura collapses. <laughs> yeah. You, you really yeah, you true. really don't want to do it. But but, but yeah. you're good at what you do I think you just have to think outside the box a bit as to where you teach thanks yeah okay yeah that helps that helps good 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 yeah because then I think you'll find something and then you're going to have the the headspace and the energy to do to build your your career you know yeah I I mean I love kids when I taught school and sometimes I see friends of mine now that are like teaching kids or they go back. I, I, you know, I worked with at Rescues. I did, I did, you know, I used mm-hmm. my book and CD meditation for everyday living. I worked with little mm-hmm. kids and, and parent, in libraries, doing workshops mm-hmm. and going to schools, teaching about meditation. And I'm good at it and I love it. I love it, but I don't want to do it yeah. anymore. You know, yeah. like something about it. It's just over. So I feel that with you. Yeah. So, but but you can find other ways to use that gift, is what I'm hearing, Haley. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that helps. Okay. I, that helps me feel like I can focus my energy in in a different direction a little bit, but still, sure. but Yay. still with that energy yeah. around. So yeah, that helps. Thank you so much. Yeah, because once you have that, I mean, even when I would do TV shows like Being the Psychic, everybody always picked up. Oh, you explain it this way, or it's like you taught us something. We learned mm. it. Or you bring the heart, you know. It's like I was never like the hot dog, like just doing the readings. Where I want to impart wisdom, and I would always say, "I'm like, oh, I guess I'm still a teacher, no matter what I do. That comes out, because you know? that's a soul. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a soul wave. That's a soul frequency. What we call soul mm. ray. Um, so mm. whatever you do, you know. I, I saw the other day. I don't remember what actor it was. They were doing an interview. And I don't even know if they taught school or anything before, but they, in the interview, they were teaching. They were imparting wisdom and talking about their life experience and how they like to uplift people, and they were giving examples. And I thought that that person's a teacher. They just inspired and uplifted right mm. now, you know. So mm. you, you can gotcha. have that and do something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll be good. You'll okay. be okay. You're just in that transition. Okay. All right, Haley, keep us posted. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Oh, let's see. Where are we here? Did I pick up on you? Hello. You're on air. You're on Awakening. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi. Hello. Doing great. Who Hi. am I speaking with? Uh, this is Lonnie. Lonnie? Hi, Lonnie. 
Yeah. Hi. What's your? I um. Hi. What's your question? I have. I um. I have a, a good friend, and um, it seems as though we've been quite distant. And I view her as a sister, and I'm just trying to gain a little bit of insight if she's going through something personal or if there's been, like, a rift in our friendship. Oh, let's see. Okay. Can you say the name or give me an initial? J. Okay, the first thing I get, there is something personal, but also there's an underlying, does this make sense, a little bit competition? Does that make sense No. No, I mean, I know she's been, you know, doing some personal things and going through um Something. But that's what I mean. And I feel I've, like she feels like mm-hmm. you're doing better. I feel like she feels you're doing better. So she's not feeling, that's what I mean by competition. Sometimes oh. we compare, maybe it's comparing. Sometimes people, when they're not going through a, a good time or they have a hard time and they see somebody else is more stable or doing better or having something that they want or more of what they want, it's hard to be around. So I do feel there's a little bit of competition and she's been comparing so I do feel she's pulled back um, due to that. Probably pulled back with a couple other people as well. But I feel like sometimes, because I can see you guys laughing and really like, I'm going to do this or I did that. or There's this real, almost like, I don't know, high school, college buddies, like, you know, kind of not necessarily carefree, but having goals. And I feel like she's a little bit in a slump right now. And so she's pulled okay. back. And that's why yeah, it's yeah. hard for her. Hmm? Yeah, I was going to say we are college friends. And, um, oh, there we go. Yeah. We, yeah, we've, we've never really competed. We've always shared goals with each other. And, um, I know, but, but you're never... not listening to me. Lonnie, mm-hmm. you're not listening to me. You asked what's going on with her. You, you, that's why you called, to get the clarity. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. feeling competitive, comp- not like force and I'm going to outdo you, but she's comparing. She's not doing as well as you right now. She feels that. That's her perception when I tap into her energy. So mm-hmm. she doesn't have much to share. That's why I said you guys talked about goals. People don't realize when we talk about goals and what we're doing, there is a, it's not a, it's a healthy competition. I'm going to do that, or I got this job, or I'm going here. Oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm, I'm doing A and Z. Oh, that's cool. I'm doing B and C. Oh, that's cool, too. So subconsciously, and I can tell you this as a therapist, there is a slight competition that can come in and a comparing when one isn't doing as well, you know. But what usually happens if we aren't doing as well or we have a little dry spell or we're held back a little bit, it doesn't last so long. And then, you know, maybe the other person excels or they get the job and it's like, oh, okay, I'm still putting resumes. I haven't gotten mine yet. It's human nature to side glance and go, God, they got their job already. Shoot, I don't have mine yet. So sometimes we don't want to call as much or text as much because we don't have as much. We still don't have the, oh, I don't have my job yet. You know, or I'm not married yet. You know, I'm not, I don't have the guy, the boyfriend or the girlfriend or whatever. 
So that's what I'm talking about. So that's why she's pulled back a little bit because you used to do this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Yeah, go. Yeah, go team go, you know. So uh, Tammy in the chat has some good suggestion. Maybe give her space and just check in now and then. Yeah, and I would that's say that. What, so what you, that's perfect. So what yeah. you want to do when people are going through something like that is like Tammy is saying in the chat, just check in, but talk less about, because see, your relationship was based a lot on goals, getting ahead, striving, you have a goal, a dream, and going for it. Now it needs to be something else, like, hey, maybe a movie, something that's not going to trigger that, like, hope you're doing well, or I was thinking of you, or if you want to get a bite to eat, or want to go to a movie, something where there's some social, but you don't have to talk as much. So then that, that okay. can, the connection can still be there. Okay. All right, Lonnie, hope that gives you some insight, okay? Thank you. Hello. I don't hear you. Yes, I do. Thank okay. you. Oh, okay. you're welcome. You're so welcome. Yeah, competition isn't bad. It's, it's, not, it's a human nature thing. It's just how we do it. It's just natural when we're both striving for something you know, even if it's something separate, and then we're wishing each other well. It's a game, you know. And so, I mean, it's really good question. Lonnie, thank you for calling in, because I think we sometimes forget that when we're both, all of us are in the upswing, whether it's husband, wife, spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, family, friend, group of friends, then we're in this thing. Oh, I did this. I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a book deal. Yeah, very cool, cool. Yeah, I just got a publisher. I got a book deal too or whatever. I got a job here. Oh, yeah, I, now I'm dating so-and-so. Yeah, oh, I just got engaged. Oh, cool. I just, you know, do you see what I'm saying? So that, that's a whole different, there's a whole energy that's happening. But then we sometimes, you know, hit the skids. And what we want is delayed. And it can be uncomfortable on both parts because we're not talking to say, how many times do we want to say, oh, I still don't have this, or I'm still in this place, I'm still doing this, you know, or I'm so depressed, I don't know what to do. People don't know what to do with it. But I love what Tammy said, the space. Um, and I find, because our society, believe me, I've lived in Europe, and Europe is not like this at all. The Americans, we are taught to be very focused on the, what we do and the go-getting and the goals. I'm doing this. I did that. But I feel like when we have opportunities like this, whether we're going through something like this or somebody that we care about, it's a great opportunity to relate to it in a different way, in a more soul-based way with philosophizing, talking about dreams, deeper situations, motivation, or just shared activity, shared pr projects. Could be art projects, could be hiking, could be walks, could be looking out at the gym or going to a yoga class, getting a, you know, going to a movie or a play or taking that in and then talking about that experience. So, yeah, it can be a difficult time, but I do feel it, it gives us a chance to have another aspect of us come true, you know, come through that wouldn't normally come through for us. 
So I'm waiting for our guest. I do not see the number that they're calling in at. So I have to text. If there's any other call, let's see. We've got another 347. Hi, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Marlena. Hi, Marlena. Welcome. Um, I've spoken with you before. I've spoken with you before. Okay, cool. Um, so I have two questions. One is related to my dad. I wanted to know if you sense anything or see anything health-wise with him happening and then as far as me myself um if you have any insight um on my future either career-wise or relationship-wise okay and you want to know first dad's health what's dad's name julio Oh, the first thing I did is I put my hand on my chest, by my, my, by just below my throat, in between my throat and my heart. Was he having trouble breathing? Was he having trouble breathing? Um, no. No bronchitis or something? Okay, I don't know what's or something lamenting. I'm getting it. That. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, he's had a cough. Yeah, he's had a cough for two weeks. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, that's why, because I'm getting that. Okay. So that's going to turn around. Well, you got to turn your radio down or your internet connection because I can hear me. Let's see. Let's see. Wow, it's lagged on too. Um, Boy, I get holy basil tea and mint tea would also be good for him. There's some congestion up there. I guess that's why I'm getting that. It could have been bronchitis or something. That's why I'm getting Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. So, whew. yeah. Um, he needs to take, I don't know, maybe zinc, vitamin C, but even teas. Teas that kind of open up that inner area. Ginger, stuff that moves that congestion, that's going to help. Okay, okay, what's the other question? Then I got to scoop because I do find, I see our guest. Just okay. something, um, anything about my future, whether career-wise or relationship-wise. Well, that's a big thing. What do you want to know specifically? Um, I just want to see if there's any, like, movement um, career-wise. Okay, what's coming up? Career, something seems to be moving um, more March. Mm-hmm. And then relationship, I would say more time of Leo. And it has to do something creatively, you getting yourself out there more. Okay. So the, it, it may be you're out and meeting then meeting somebody. Um Something you to sparkle, shine more, move out, something. There's something you're meant to do. Maybe it's more public or more active, active role with something. Yeah, you told me that before. Oh, did I? Okay. That's going to greatly shift your energy. So it feels like March, April is more of a time frame for that, for you to start moving in that direction. Okay. All right, Marlena. Great to connect with you. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. 
Be well. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, if I did not get to you and you're still in the queue, uh, you can call in next week. We will be here, of course. Um, we're here every 12 uh, Pacific time. All right, so it's time now for our Awakening Dialogue. Um, I mentioned at the top of the program a little bit about her, Jillian Harris. We're going to be talking about her book, Have We Met? How to Identify Your Reincarnated Loved Ones. And by the way, it's based on a true story. Um, Jillian Harris is a third lifetime career, and she's been doing a melting pot of everything. Uh, she's always been drawn to gifts that she didn't quite understand. She's a medium, channel, and intuit. Uh, one of these areas of interest since a little girl has been the validity of multidimensional existence. So let's bring her on air to chat. So welcome to the program, Jillian. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to meet you, hey. Michelle. <laughs> you as well. You as well. I love Ah, so great. Um, so much to well, first of all, let's because you do have a varied background, and I do feel like that can be so not only interesting to me, curious, but also to our listeners, because I feel like so many people, when they're awakening, they look and they're like, how do I weave this together, which you have greatly done. Or, right. you know, right, or I'm working corporate, or I'm a banker, but now I want to do tarot cards. You know, right. How does that come in? You know, where is that coming from? So if you could share a little bit about that. Yeah. Right? All right. But it's yeah. Good. Right? Yeah, and mine is like, they'll be like, what? Um, but so I started, my first <laughs> career was in radio, and um, I was oh. a newscaster. Yeah. Um, I was a newscaster, but that was interesting because I got to learn one of the most important things to me um, was to learn um, that I needed to be authentic in my expression, and I also knew that I did not want to mm. um, participate in fear um, because I understood how powerful it was. And as a newscaster, it was mm. to find the bloodiest, scariest stories, you know, and I mm-hmm. was, you know, and then um, back in those days, like I just noticed uh, a lot of the folks who are on the air and they were covering the Kobe Bryant um, sad, terrible, you know, yeah. uh, transition, shocking to everybody. But anyway, um, and allowed to feel their emotion on the air. I wasn't. I remember a space shuttle blew up, and I was just beside myself. And, you know, I was in tears. I mean, I realized there was a teacher. There, I was attached to the, the astronauts who, you know, were, just died like three seconds ago as I'm sitting on the mm. air, you know. And my my the DJ at the time, Charlie Tuna, he's like, you need to get a grip. <laughs> like, ah. Oh. So I really, Charlie Tuna? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I know, right? Totally. I mean, I loved it. I got. To, I love it. I got to work with a lot of people who um, I was a kid, you know, and grew up listening to them, and they kind of. Yeah. You know, some of them didn't quite like that, you know. Here's this youngster coming in here, um, but there we go. That's just so interesting how it's intertwined like that. But so I did radio, um, did news. I got out of that, got to be a, a DJ, and I realized just uh, participating in um, energy, and I did a lot of production for commercials and stuff like that. Um, then I um, uh, got out of radio, 
not on purpose. It kind of happened. God said, you need to do something else now. And <laughs> I'm like, no. And so no. they just made it. The station that I worked at once uh, was sold, and it became Spanish, and I don't speak any, not enough anyway, uh, to, like, hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, I found myself out of a job, and I ended up in the valet business, and I got a, a wonderful, amazing company, um, huge, all-female valet company. We just, you know um, – 150 employees. I'll just put it like that. So now all of a sudden okay. I have this CEO thing going on. And um, it didn't really mean to be a business owner. It just sort of happened. And then I was like really, really good at it. Um, uh, but that afforded me the ability to go to school, um, get my master's in spiritual psychology, um, study with whomever I wanted to study with, um, you know, just expand myself and not be stressed out by money, which was kind of cool. Um Mm-hmm. For a lot of things that would have taken a lot of time, I wanted to become a Reiki master after getting uh, going through Reiki 1 and 2, so I became a Reiki master. After getting my master's degree, um, there was a whirlwind of things that happened as I realized I'm now moving into my third career, which was, uh, is, um, something that I've always said I wanted to do. Um, like since I was a kid, I've said, this is what I wanted to do basically, um, to work in the realm of spirituality and metaphysics and have that be my nine to five, so to speak, you know, in what I do. And of course, really it's your 24 seven. Um, but you get to work with yeah. it, you know, with people and stuff. So, um, now is what is that's what's happening. And so I'm, finding myself doing a lot of sound baths, which I think is really interesting. I'm extraordinarily good at it. I have my own studio. Mm -hmm. It's a mix of digital and um, and the organic with all the singing bowls and the gongs and the and the rain sticks and the drums. You know, I have four Mm -hmm. drums, and I'm, you know, my parents made me. They forced me (laughs) to um, study piano for eight years, and it was arduous and terrible. And now I've got this amazing synthesizer, which has been um, uh, tuned, for lack of the better word, to 432 megahertz, which is that, you know, that particular frequency um, that you want to get. And that uh, natural organic sounds um, will give that to you. And it's the um, the frequency of God, they say. And um, so this, Mm. when you hear this frequency. Um, like, for instance, in a sound bath, it not only just, like, fills up the room, it fills, fills up your spirit body, um, fills up all of you are, mm-hmm. and creates that healing space. So, um, in that respect, I'm, you know, in the guided meditation, so I'm using my voice, but in such a healing way versus blood and guts on the radio, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so in the writing and stuff, you know, because of being a newscaster, I got my typing up to 110 words per minute. So it's really awesome to be able to, you know, put a book together pretty quickly. And I'm on my fifth book right now. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like, I mean, consummate, consummate communicator, you know. It's been a lot. Of, your path yeah. seems to be a lot about communication. I'm a Gemini. Oh, there we go. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so you're living that higher frequency, Gemini. I love oh, definitely. it. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've got some other stuff going on in my chart, too. Um, but definitely. And um, I really feel that uh, what's happening here really is um, this incarnation for me um, has been about 
expressing ambition and um, getting goals accomplished. I'm a goal coach um, as a result mm-hmm. of, like, when I was younger, okay. uh, 20-something, standing in a parking lot at the KJLH in Los Angeles, which is the station owned by Stevie Wonder. Um, I'm standing there, and, and I was saying to a friend of mine, I was really perplexed, actually. I'm like, I get anything I want. And I was really, mm. I wasn't smiling. I was kind of weirded out. Like, I knew there was a formula, but I didn't understand what that formula was yet. All I knew was yes. that I, I decided I want to do this thing. I get excited about it. I just start making plans and start doing the thing, and next thing I know, I'm doing it. I, wow. Yeah. And so how, do you move past the, how do you move past the block, or do you not experience block? Which block? Well, hesitation yeah, okay. or de- no, blocks happen. I'm in one. I'm not in a block okay. right now, but I just, for about 20 hours, I had one. <laughs> yeah. and That's so I not had, bad, 20 yeah, hours. No. That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was totally fear, and it was totally what if um, there's a storefront that I want um, in, in Woodland Hills, um, and I totally want to do metaphysics to it and sound baths and meditations and, you know, all kinds of stuff in there. And I'm like, what if? What if it's not as successful there as it is at my house? What if? What if and what if? Um, and I had to work, you know, through that. I mean, I realized that there are people out there, bunches of them, that are less qualified than I am, doing what they want to do successfully merely, merely because they have decided to believe in themselves. Mm. Period. Yeah. Wow. Does- Denzel Washington said that first, and that's just so it. That's so the truth. It's like, oh, my God, that's wow. it. Yeah, like, what am I doing? What am I thinking? Of course, you know, and in, just get logical about this, and where is that coming from? Um, you know, and a lot of times if I go in there, I realize that doubt is coming from someone else. Do I need to absorb that? Do I need to take that on? Does it belong to me? It belongs to someone mm-hmm. else. I need to let them have that. What's my truth then? Right. So and you give it as an inquiry. You kind of re- you recognize it, kind of stop yourself and look at it. You don't let it just start running you. Right, Sounds no, like. and I realize that it's just life curriculum, too, because that's what every goal is about anyway. It's to take us to potential um, barriers, blocks. You know, those barriers are just, you know, misperceptions generally, um, and there's a way around them. Mm-hmm. But um, that's when we get the opportunity really to, like, you know, um, grow through stuff. And so then we don't have those particular blocks anymore if we actually stop and and take that opportunity to work on it. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a big part of it has been listening to your intuition? Because it sounds like by what you're sharing with us that there always would come a time like, oh, you know, either how do I respond to this or I'm getting the message to do X, Y, Z or just X, X. And it seems like you listen. Is that intuitive? Oh, yeah. How, how, okay. I'm big on that, yeah. Um, and so then comes the question, well, how do you know it was your intuition? Or was it a guide? <laughs> and I believe that I'm guided a lot, um, which, you know, almost falls in that same cupboard as the intuition. Um, right. The spirit guides. But so when I feel it, I also, there's a part of me my higher self, 
mm-hmm. my authentic self, that core me that knows whether this is the right thing or not. And so I'm then either, my whole self is either going to move and lean into it or feel a hesitation. Mm-hmm. And if I feel a hesitation, then it's worth it for me to stop and explore that and really get clear on whether that hesitation is some misperception like what we were just talking about, or is it legitimately, mm-hmm. you know, guidance saying, no, wait a minute. There's a different mm-hmm. and better opportunity elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely so, Deb in the chat calling Jillian the go-getter. Yeah. <laughs> She, yeah. makes it, she makes it seem pretty easy. Oh, um, my gosh. That's yeah. True. Is, I'm not is scared. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I, um, I'm really looking for a, an answer on that because I know that it's a big thing for a lot of people, especially folks who might feel um, either that they have an ambition that just seems so far up into the stars, like how can that really possibly be attainable for me? Exactly, exactly. You know? how, it doesn't sound like you have that. How do you get past that? Yeah, I've never had that. To me, there's nothing that I could want that I couldn't possibly have. Not nothing. Wow. And so, um, so that, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. When I was, you know, in my young 20s and stuff, I did not understand how this was happening, how these things... <laughs> I was on a roll and I right. needed to get it. But, yeah, so that's it right there because I was wanting things that were kind of scary. And, in fact, I'd get them and freak right. out, you know, be on the radio and can't breathe. You know how you need to breathe in order to talk? You need to take a yeah. breath in order to get the words out. Well, if you can't breathe, which happened to me <laughs> because I was freaked out because I'd gotten myself this gig. Yeah, but I got through it. <laughs> But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, oh, my God, what have I done? Anyway, um, so a lot of it is, you know, changing how you feel, because how you feel is what creates it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And um, so how to change what you feel is then how to change what you believe. And so to change what you believe, you've got to you get in there and really make sense of your, um, your psychology and um, emotional history, even, you know, so if you've got a belief, where did that come from? It's worth it to go back and explore. Where did you get that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's Julie, what, what sounds great with your natural experience of this, let's say your natural gift, and then you going back to school to study. Yeah. It's like, do you find that that, yeah, it sounds like so that now you can help others because now you have the steps. Because, you, you know, you were doing it already. Right. You know, you naturally well, are gifted, naturally doing and it. And then also because I'm not afraid of the metaphysical, outside of the physical, and pulling mm-hmm. that in to help me, you know, with what I need. So I'm not only changing my thoughts. I mean, I'm changing my thoughts and how I feel, um, but I'm allowing stuff like stones and crystals and aromas and, um, you know, things to mm-hmm. assist me because they actually are. You're using aren't. all that. Yeah, yeah, they're alive here yes. for that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Love that. And then, of course, yeah. it's just, you know, realizing I think one of the biggest things and that we're uh, moving into this realm right, right now, um, and that is to behave, 
that was a weird word to use, but it made me giggle. Anyway, yeah. to live and be um, uh, in alignment with uh, uh, what we really are as spiritual yeah. beings, um, spirit beings, um, vibrational beings, you know, um, borrowing bodies, you know, physical bodies, mm, like we're yeah. not this physical thing we are actually energy bodies in these physical bodies right now and this whole physical thing in this dimension has got us so mesmerized and convinced that this is all it is and it's not you know and so we think we're driving hondas but we're really driving maseratis and once we figure out all the amenities to what we have as spirit beings it becomes a whole other game and that yeah. is what gets me so excited about being in this incarnation. That's what keeps me revved up every day. I love that. You know, my chiropractor, um, shout out to Dr. Kenji, um, he's amazing, said something very similar. He said, you know, people think, like, when you break a bone or something happens that, you know, it, it can't be fixed or back in you know alignment. Like, oh, I've been living this way. He goes, but... He goes, nothing is solid. Right. He goes, it's, it's a little denser. He goes, but nothing is solid. So if you can reshape a muscle, you know, or heal that muscle, you can do it with a bone. You can do it oh with anything. Oh, my God, goes, that's great. Right? It reminds yeah. me of what you're saying. And I think somehow we've been taught, and maybe you could speak to this, mm-hmm. that things are so solid. I think that's one of the big blocks. You know, like if I'm this way, I can't change or this obstacle or this uphill it's it's so solid right it's not metaphysical it's like dense right that we can't get through it yeah 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 oh my god that That mindset yeah how do you get past that yeah so yes limiting yeah. And the truth is we are oh. limitless. Yeah. And to get the wow. um the reality like that this is a not just sometimes, this is all the time. We are limitless, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's the part, you know, the law of attraction, that came out with a bang in, I don't know, what, the 90s or something, Um, but with the Mm -hmm. the, the secret, the documentary and everything, and and people went nuts and stuff. And personally, I was like, oh, that's what you call that, you know? Right, (laughs) Um, right. So that was a name for it, yeah. (laughs) Totally. But but so people know about the thing, um, but then to actually really, like, put it in place, it's not just for certain situations and not for others. It's mm-hmm. it, This is how it works, like, period. Yeah. Well, reminds, as you're saying that, I'm thinking that the tie-in is you as a goal coach. It sounds like you're able to use that technology, metaphysics, mm-hmm. um, which actually is what written in the 1900s with that's the law of attraction by the hermetic philosophy, uh, the, hermetic, the initiates, the initiates. Right. It sounds like you're able to take that and somehow codify it, systemize it, something that it helps with the goals. In other words, translate it maybe into something that's more practical or usable. That's right. a fair assessment. That is a fair assessment. Um, my whole thing is to make it so people don't always need me, so that people are able to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. just like I am. 
in these processes and just or the mm. process, you know, of, of doing this. So you bump into something, and so you can stop, sit down, go through some processes, A, B, C, pretty much as, as simple as that, and get to where you need to be on this and redirect yourself in a positive direction to go get what you want the wow. way you want it. Yeah, on yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Yeah. I love it. And you're such a good example of that. The goals, because it really is about the goals. You've got to set the goals, don't you? Yeah, oh, my gosh. The goals and then, see your, <laughs> and then be clear about yeah. the goal, too. You know, uh, see the end goal in detail. <laughs> I always like to tell mm. people that, like, you know, because, you know, you get folks, uh, I have folks, you know, they come and they want to work their goal as romance. It's, it just didn't need to create a wonderful romance. Okay. Awesome, and they forget a few couple of things, like this romance you really wanted it to be with a single person. Oh, <laughs> should have yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, details are kind of important. Yeah, so we're kind but of all. Yeah. What we do? What? Go ahead. Oh, oh no, you go ahead. I was just finishing that off. You know, the things that we can create is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking by what we're talking about, you know, so we all have similar interests, which you could just say soul group, soul tribe, how we, you know, flock together. Yeah. People here listening to this program. Um, you talk a lot about reincarnation and in your book, Have We Met? Mm-hmm. How to Identify Loved Ones. So a couple of questions here. I want to know a little bit about the book. And do you feel that also that people are, more connecting with, more consciously with those that we have um, been with before? Do you, do you see a trend in that? Oh, I think that's just the way it goes. I think, yeah, that's been the trend forever. <laughs> I think that's oh, okay. just, okay. I think it's set up to be that way. Um, so um, I believe that uh, a lot of our blood relatives, they're blood relatives, but they're not part of our spirit family. And there are a lot of people who are in our spirit family who are not blood relatives. Um, oh, Amy, and, I've always thought that. Oh, so glad you're saying this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> kind of a that your book? sometimes, right? <laughs> right? No, because people, it's perplexed. And it's like, no, you didn't, you came in, but they're not, they're not your tribe. Right. <laughs> right. Sense. But at the same right? time, I want to say, the difficult relationships, because it's difficult or because it, right. you know, it, it irks you in a certain way, does not mean that they're not in your spirit family. And, in fact, right. a lot of folks, a lot of those, you know, um, tumultuous kinds of relationships are spirit family. And Absolutely. the learning yeah. to be gotten from that is, like, genuine, and it's, it's honest work that needs to be done so that the resolve can happen. And then so what I'm I'm contending is that not only are you in a relationship with that person in this incarnation, but that there are other right. dimensions of incarnations that you're involved with this person, maybe not in the same way, like maybe they're not your mom or cousin or something or best friend or whatever in that same way that they are this time. Um, but whatever the relationship is, is being affected by whatever relationship you're having here. So if you've got, um, you know, discord between you and that person here in this in this dimension, and you heal it, right. then it's going to bleed over and affect in a positive way whatever it is you're encountering in that other dimension as well. And mm-hmm. because of the way it's set up, we don't 
know what's happening in that other dimension because we're focused on one dimension at a time, which there's on a purpose for that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you just got to trust that, you know, if you're doing something negative with somebody here, then chances are there's some negative stuff probably happening over there too. You're not helping, you know? Um, so mm. yeah, yeah, it all plays in. And I feel like, you know, whenever we bump into anybody, we just, you know, we don't know why. I just, I don't know what it is, but I cannot stand that person. Right. I've never even talked to them, but I can't stand them. You know, <laughs> I would say work on that. Now's your chance. Who so, knows? This person now, is probably. Did just, you did... huh? Go ahead. Uh, they're probably delightful. Is there bleed through on the other dimension to this dimension as well? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. And so that could be what that's about. And so mm-hmm. this person who you've never even talked to, you know, and you've just got this vibration with it, you just decided I'm never going to talk to them because I don't like them. Um, I would, I would go out of my way to extend some kindness and love in that direction. And I expect that's how I rock anyway, my world. Mm. I expect that it's having an effect in another place where this person is yeah. and I are having a thing. Yeah. Because mm. everything is felt or experienced vibrationally, so it would get over, over yeah. to that dimension. I like to use the um, analogy of a flower, um, and I like to keep mm. it simple by making it a daisy. <laughs> So oh, you got okay. your daisy. <laughs> yeah. And so each flower is a person, okay? Um, one soul, like you're a flower, I'm a flower. Everybody is a soul. You're a soul, I'm a soul. We don't have souls. We mm-hmm. are souls. Okay. So here's a soul, and each soul has this flower, right, has petals. Mm-hmm. Um, each petal is a lifetime, is an incarnation. Oh. And each incarnation is happening right now, just like all those petals are alive right now on that flower. The center is, you know, the soul of, you know, those petals, that soul. And the stem is like, you know, the connection to God, the earth, that, you know, you can go places with that, but we're all connected in this, you know, by roots to where the the dirt is. The dirt is good. (laughs) The earth, you know. Um, But anyway, so we're all connected in that way. Um, uh, Everybody, every, every, everybody is connected. We're all one. But... um, Mm. Back up to that flower and its petals, you see all the flower, all the petals are happening at the same time. And then I've had people go, okay, so what happens when the petals start dying? And then I say that's yeah. just an illusion. <laughs> oh. That's just an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not deal with dying petals right now. You know, exactly. Let's not go. Why do you have to go to the literal? Why do you have to go to the literal place? <laughs> exactly. Here I have the perfect analogy, damn it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that's, that's how I see it, though. And, um, and that's, you know, mm-hmm. that explains then why me and, and a bunch of other people have had periods of time. I was younger. Um, I think I was one of the oldest kids to um that I've heard of express this most folks that I have experienced expressing this are tots they're like four years old five years old you know um James Leninger and um oh my gosh 
um, hopped, Christopher hopped. Um, those guys were little, you know, guys when they're talking about their other incarnations and, and being able to see um, very clearly themselves in these other lives. Um, but I, all the way up to like probably 13 or so years old, um, but I didn't get as much detail as them. Maybe I got more detail when I was younger and didn't realize what I was seeing and experiencing. And I did what? have a sense not to express it with my parents. I would have been in a psychiatrist's office. I'm certain. Yeah. Uh, but but I was finally able to express it to a math tutor that I had at like 12 or 13 years old. And, um, and so that was good. I'm so grateful to that person because they were just like, keep exploring this, which is basically what I've done my whole life. And here we are. Now, Julie, yeah. how do we recognize uh, those that we're connected to that are part of our soul tribe or soul group or flock? Yeah. Um, is it a vibe, a feeling? Do we, yeah. A knowingness in the that. eyes or all? It is. Okay. All of that. All in any of those combinations of things, you know, that vibration, that okay. thought that comes across like, wow, I feel like I've known this person forever. You know, those. that's not something just to like, uh, you know, we bump into those moments where, God, I just, you know, mm. after talking just for a few mm-hmm. minutes, I feel like, you know, we go back years or something. It's only been, you know, a day. That's real. It's absolutely right. real. But then, so what do you do with that, you know, is the question, which, um, you know, so uh, there's a, a lot mm-hmm. in the book because uh, what happened with me and this person is pretty deep um, and intense. And um, mm-hmm. and I'm a medium and I'm a channel. And so I felt like I was using a whole bunch of my gifts. And so it was only fair for me to explain to other people how to um, develop those because I, at least to some degree, everybody could use it somewhat, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. we're all made of the mm-hmm. same stuff, but at the same time, it's not everybody's life curriculum to operate that way. So not everyone's going yes. to be, you know, able to operate with, you know, working their mediumship, physical mediumship and, and just all that stuff. So, um, I, um, I went through everything that I used and did the best I could to, um, explain to people how to use theirs and, then, towards the end of the book, I tell my story um, of what happened with Anthony, That's who he is this lifetime, um, who's a different name, last lifetime for him. And what a great gift for him um, to get to hear about who he was and to meet someone who knew him in his previous incarnation. And so that happened with James Leninger. Um, you know about the the little boy who, well, he's a man now. He's like in his 30s, I think. But when he was a little kid, he um, remembered his life as a World War II fighter pilot. Oh, I didn't. I know. I know other people that have friends. I don't know. Yeah, person, he's, but... you can find this one online. It's one of the. You know, look up reincarnation, World War II fighter pilot, but he remembered okay. everything. He remembered the name of the ship. He could look at a picture. He was four years old. He could name each of the people in the photograph of the crew that was on that ship, the mm. World War II ship. He went to meet his um, then sister, who's now 80-something, and he, he's standing before her as a seven-year-old, asking her questions, where's this, where's that, where's the one that mom did, where's the picture that, you know, mom did of our sister, and that's not your name, your nickname is blah, blah, and she knew without question that was her brother from before 
who died in the plane crash during World War II. And now he's back in a brand new little body. So for her, what an amazing gift if she's got any concern about what's going to happen to her in the next 10 or so years, you know, in terms of crossing over. Life mm-hmm. continues. And I like to say to people, like Michelle, you and me, like here we are and everybody listening, this right here, right now, is as dead as dead gets. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, Jillian, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> you threw me there, Jill. Yeah. You threw me. <laughs> yeah, because what I mean is that it just doesn't end. And I, you know, I... I meant to wanted to stream so bad. I wanted to stream so bad when um, the thing with Kobe went down. Uh, Man, it's so gut-wrenching when folks leave us in this incarnation. You know, it's like, ding. You know, I need you here physically in this physical. But I knew that he was fine, and his communication was that he was fine. You know, um, Mm -hmm. he was in that place of another level of understanding, you know. Um, and that mm-hmm. oneness and whatnot that you fear, oh, my gosh, the limitlessness is ridiculous. So there is bliss, but at the same time, there's the consciousness of, you know, the disappointment and the grief that everybody right. else is feeling here. And his decision to hover, um, he and his daughter hovering, and they're still hovering at this very moment as we speak. Yeah. Um, but, so, but it is literally like stepping from one room to a next, the Taking a step right mm. up and over, like literally a step. Yeah. And so. Oh, it's um, great that you help people get to that awareness, Jillian. It yeah. really is. Because, those, and, the, I mean, it's the, mourning the physical loss and not being able to touch in the way that we do as humans. Yeah. But you're giving people a way to under, keep that, know that that connection is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It is. It doesn't make it, you know, necessarily better. Like people will go, well, so you don't get, you don't, you're not sad when people die. Like, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wreck, no. you know? Yeah. I yeah. feel the emotion just like anybody else. But, um, but I do have that other part. And what I get is that it's easy to get it on a intellectual in your mind, but can you get it mm-hmm. fully, you know, fully, viscerally your whole life get without question, that this doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems like that's going to be more of a prevalent awareness as we're going into the new paradigm. Um, yeah. Because we're co-creating that, right? That, that yes. the spiritual aspect of us, that has to be lived more and acknowledged and realized. Um, right. Which books like yours and the work that you're doing, See, we're winding out now, so I just want to make sure people know how they can reach you. Also, you have a class, Spirit Families, Why We Flock. Yes. Um, and then a, yeah. a couple courses in February. So what's the best way people can get in touch with you? So the best thing to do is go to my website. That's the best thing because that will okay. give you all kinds of – click email me, phone me, everything from the website. Pick a class, whatever you want. Um, buy a book, whatever you want. I'm there. Um, so – JillianHarrisWorldwide.com. Here's the thing. I'm not a J Jillian. I'm a G Jillian. You know, like a soft G, like yeah. George. Or yeah. like a like, yeah. people, like British George. spelling. Yeah, geometry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's okay. a soft G. yeah. 
So you get the <laughs> JillianHarrisWorldwide.com, and you'll find me. That's there. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Julian, this has been uplifting and exciting. You've got the chat buzzing. I'm sure other listeners as well. Thanks for taking the time to come and share with us. Really appreciate you taking the time. Absolute pleasure. I loved meeting you, and I'll be listening to your show. Oh, thank you. Take good care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, that was Jillian Harris, and you can find her at Jillian Harris worldwide.com and that's Jillian with a G G-I-L-L-I-A-N H-A-R-R-I-S worldwide.com uh, of course it's in the description box and the book we were talking about her most recent book Have We Met? How to Identify Your Reincarnated Loved Ones and it's based on a true story wow I love this what an energizing conversation an awakening dialogue um, Tammy, thanks for putting it in the chat there. Yes, great. Um, I hope you all feel really uplifted. Now, if you want more information on me, you can go to soulplayground.life, also my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. Come connect with me. Say hi on Instagram and Facebook. Let me know how you're doing. Join our Awakenings group on Facebook. Let me know how you're doing. Post your inspirational stuff. I love going to that page that's always some inspiration you know post your art your music but let us know how you know how you're doing what's going on maybe a quote something that's uplifting i can't tell you how many just of this last week week and a half stories that i've gotten of people that have gone to that page because they have felt depressed or couldn't sleep felt very doubtful about where they were on their path and they said something that they read from there or listening to Luis's drumming. Um, he does these videos of drumming, uh, lulled one person to sleep. So anyway, you guys rock. Keep shining your light, sharing your insight, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12